Welcome to the Canny Conversations podcast, Conversations with a Cause, with social entrepreneur Safraz Ali. Saf came relatively late to entrepreneurship after working in both the public and private sectors. He coined a phrase that describes what he does as the mad entrepreneur that's make a difference entrepreneurship. As well as being the author of the Canny Bites books, Saf's business interests cover health and social care, business and corporate events, as well as in being the CEO of Pathway Group, a welfare to work and skills provider. In these podcasts, he shares his thoughts with journalist Adrian Kibler. So let's join the conversation. Hello and welcome to our Canny Conversation with a call. These are conversations that are intended to captivate your curiosity cannily. And uh, and Saf, how are you? I'm good. All the better for seeing you with your red top. I mean, obviously the obviously the listeners can't see that, but it's very bright, isn't it? My my sartorial elegance. I'm <laughs> man, man about. I mean, it, it's a great. It's a pity it's not telly, isn't it? It's a pity it's not telly. My my T-shirt it matches was, your skin colour. Somebody once <laughs> once said to me, Adrian. You look very sartorial again, but you you really do have a face for radio, which <laughs> yeah. I think is I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not. Yeah, but I, always a compliment. But I suspect it wasn't. Always see that. Right. What we're going to talk about today, Seth? We're going to talk about something that's absolutely at the core, I think, of of, of business, and and that's uh, how you meet people uh, who you might be doing business with. Uh, it's become a bit of a growth industry, though, called networking. Uh, well, let me ask you first of all. You've had a lot of experience of networking, both as a participant in groups and also as someone who has founded a number of networking groups. So tell me a bit about your experience as a participant. Okay, I think the first thing is you're absolutely right. Networking is an industry now. It is a business in itself. And prior, I mean, it's been, networking has been with us for donkey's years it's been forever and a day but there's much more about it and there's much more many more opportunities for people to network it, it, it is a little bit of you know people have a different views of it i mean i started life in a form of a network back in sort of 2002 2003 around that sort of time with a platform called academy and that's still very dear to my heart and that was a offline and an online business networking club group community community is probably the best word for that uh, a community of professional businesses or business people who you know shared their thoughts on a, on forums put products out or services out on forums and met face to face a modern day linkedin offline and online and that was a fantastic experience for me. My business at the time was uh, finance. I was a finance broker, mortgage broker, business to business. Predominantly, was my focus there. So I was, you know, looking to talk to uh, estate agents, other professionals who could refer clients to me, and um, as as well as potentially having individuals coming to me directly. But my main focus really was to talk to uh, people in that sort of property uh, sector, the other financial services companies, insurance brokers and so forth, and look for them to uh, become introducers. Uh, that, that was my first foray into, into networking. And then I moved on to, uh, somebody mentioned BNI, and that was a hard slug, uh, but very fruitful. 
you know, for, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I am a morning person now, but I wasn't a morning person then. And uh, I'm a little bit more structured and organized now, even though there's still rooms for improvement. But at that time, that wasn't really my my strength. And getting up early, uh, standing up, doing a sort of a, a quick pitch, having conversations really was out of my comfort zone. But it, it was very effective. I'm a, I am a supporter of BNI. Uh, I know some people uh, see it positively like I do and others, uh, it's not for them. But there's so much choice out there at this moment in time, Adrian, and, and so many opportunities. You know, we've all heard the saying, your net worth is your network. You know, that's the simplification. And I'm not saying necessarily, you know, I fully agree with that, but there's so many opportunities if you're looking to grow your business, grow your knowledge, grow your contacts, make contacts, get known for something, build your expertise. Uh, it's not just about finding punters or finding customers. There's many, many, many dimensions to it. I think I better come in at this point because <laughs> yes. there are probably people out there who are thinking, um, he hasn't died, I see. Oh, um, you know, I, I've kept quiet because I'm really <laughs> interested in, in what you're saying, but but but, but I'm still I'm still here. I, I was a bit flabbergasted, stuff because I, I heard two words that I, I really don't go together, unstructured and SAF. Oh, yes. No, no, no. I mean, it's unstructured I'm, I'm, and SAF. You're, oh, dear. Uh, um, okay. Uh, let, 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 let's, let's move let, on. Let's move let, on. Let's rapidly yeah, move let's on. Move yeah, on let's rapidly move on or, or I might end up somewhere I don't expect to be. Um, look, so there are two sorts of networking, aren't there? I, I think what I call formal networking, which is, you know, the groups like the BNIs. And let's just make two points at this stage. We're expressing opinions. Um, you know, people will have different experiences of different organizations and um, because we think or different organizations are good or bad you know it's our view and our experience but other people will have different views and of course as part of the feedback that we desperately want and, uh, and is a very important part of this process we want to hear from you our listener what sort of networking works for you what sort of groups have you been a member of and has it been a good experience or or not a good experience. But go back to the point of formal and informal networking. Informal networking has been going on, you know, since Adam and Eve, hasn't it? You know, people meet in shops and coffee houses and uh, and all the rest of it. Uh, and, you know, one of the great networking places traditionally has been places like golf clubs where, you know, a lot of people perhaps are in business who come together and, and talk informally. And then one thing leads to another and then there are the, the more formal networking groups the various groups like the bni being one of them uh, uh, what's your thought i mean in terms of your experience over the years um uh, which do you put most value on is it is it the informal contacts or, or, or the more structured approach uh, I, I think there's there's definitely room for all and and, and there's so much choice out there you know networking uh, in its day and age was very elite you know, and in some aspects, very you know, community orientated and so forth. And you mentioned your, cl- you know, the, the clubs, and you, you've you've mentioned your particular coffee houses and so forth. And it's very hard for some people to get into that group or a club. And you had to know somebody. You had them to sort of nominate you. You could potentially be blackballed or whatever the case is, and all of these rules that you had to sort of sign up to. That's still there. That's not the norm now. I mean, that's not where majority of the people think about in terms of when they, when, they, when they think about networking. You know, in terms of most people, when they're looking at starting a business or growing a business, or if you were to get advice from uh, another business owner or somebody established, they'll say, you know, go out there and build your name and be visible. 
you've got to go out there and, and do it. You've got to be, you've got to be seen. This being seen is what the focus is. So people, people do that face to face. People do that online. That's the reason why they set up their LinkedIn profile, their Facebook profile, their the sort of Twitter and so forth. In in most cases, and that's one of the reasons why they start going to events and joining up to networking groups or going to networking groups because of that visibility in terms of being seen. Later on, it's about, you know, really credibility, establishing credibility, you know, that whole know, like and trust element of in terms of you know people getting to know you and building trust. And we'll talk a little bit about trust possibly later on. But most of it is about visibility and really taking opportunity to put yourself out there with people so they they get to see you and people may not know your name but they'll you know once you've seen a face they'll say yeah i've seen this person before and familiarity then brings opportunities and so forth so you know there's many many opportunities where you know you can just turn up you know you don't have to pay you don't have to be a, a sort of a subscriber or a member and there's a lot of free networking events there's events that are sort of supported by the local chambers by certain um, businesses like solicitors accountants and many many organizations now are into this industry of building a uh, sort of a community and and when they're sort of building a community they create sort of networking events and they're obviously going out and pushing their own company name out there and brand and giving it's a way of giving back but it's a platform for your for that business owner for that individual to to leverage and build contacts Could, could you remember how we first met? I, I believe you came to our, one of our events, uh, which was the Coffee and Natural event. Uh, absolutely uh, but, but, right. Yeah. The man's got a good memory, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I believe you came to a Coffee and Natural event, and, and I'm very grateful for that. And again, you, you know, there, there's many examples where you know you, where I've met people who've then become long-term friends or customers or suppliers where I've met them at an event and you know or i've i've met them through somebody who i've met at an event and you can probably go and look at most of the people that you do business with they're probably going to be in through either referral mechanism or you you would have met them at a function or at an event and you've sort of i want to build on that a minute because you you know um, i first met you at a, at a coffee and natter as you quite correctly say and i was invited to this thing called a coffee and natter and a clue what it was but i thought well i'm not particularly doing anything that afternoon so i'll, I'll go along and then as a result of that out of I don't, either desperation or pity the second of those two i i imagine you said let's have a chat uh, and one thing led to another but i want to talk about coffee and natter because you raised something at the beginning that I thought was desperately important. And that is that not everybody is confident. Not everybody is comfortable standing up and pitching and making a little speech and all, all the rest of it. And one of the great things about Coffee and Natter, and, I, and you tell me if this was the thinking behind it, was that there wasn't any pressure for people to stand up and refer or, or even say a word. Because a lot of people, you know, when they set up a, a business, you know, they're not the traditional golf club type they're, they're not people with a, a reasonable level of competence and i think am i right in thinking that one of the reasons behind coffee of natter was to try to provide a platform for those people who perhaps at that point in their the way they the journey 
I thought I'd never use that word, but I have. They needed something like that so they could feel comfortable. Just tell me what it, what the thinking was. I mean, I've got to probably go back to, you know, when we started the whole sort of networking brand. Uh, and that, that we're talk, I'm talking about 12, 2012. And we, we were uh, awarded a contract uh, at the time for apprenticeship delivery. So our focus was SME businesses. And we were looking to establish a community. I was looking to try and get our name out there with businesses. And for me, that that was really creating that pathway to grow brand where rather than us knocking on doors and saying, you know, you know, we want to talk to you about apprenticeships, we were saying, come to this particular event and there's, there's going to be a keynote speaker. He'll be talking about how you can grow your business through, you know, marketing or, you know, LinkedIn or video marketing or various other things or sales or the, the sort of topics that we had. You know, time management was another topic. And, and we had many of these sort of topics where they were of benefit to business owners. They were of benefit to professionals. And they could come to an event where they could learn. So the principle was, you know, there's a, a keynote speaker here. Come and listen to that individual. Take, you know, half a day out and learn around that topic. We promote the keynote speaker. And at the same time, there's an element of networking, but the focus isn't on you selling or standing up and doing a presentation or a speech or anything along those lines. So that's why our sort of tagline, Network, Learn and Grow, came because we're focusing on the learning element, focusing on the networking element, and then hopefully with the combination of both, you could help and grow your grow your business, grow yourself and so forth. That was fantastic for us. And it, it grew a certain sort of business that came. Most of it was sort of the professional outf- outfits. Uh, and what we found was that uh, some of the firms, like the accountants and the solicitors, used to send their staff members. And, we, and it was that level of networking. What we found was that we and, and the environment that we were doing it is was, was was hotels and so forth. We found the fact that it worked for us as a apprenticeship training provider. We got what we wanted for it, but we felt the fact that even the the micro businesses weren't coming because they felt that this wasn't for them, and uh, that was our fo- focus. So we wanted a little bit something a little bit more friendlier, something a little bit more informal, and we then created. Uh, sort of niche targeted brands and this is where Coffee and Natter came on board and Coffee and Natter was again promoted uh, again with the with the presenter in mind with the topic in mind it was in the daytime uh, where most of the other networking events are sort of morning time or they're in the evening so we were focusing in the middle of the day and there's a lot more daytime events now but our sort of strength was that we were going to go for a like a one o'clock slot we started off with a three o'clock slot, but we went for a one o'clock slot. And the long story short is uh, a lot more comfortable environment, a pleasant environment. You know, our, our first event was at our, at our own offices. So, you know, people get, got to know us. And at the same time, our staff were there. We were able to do it uh, quite efficiently. And again, focus was on the experience for the individual. No pressure in terms of, you know, you've got to do a presentation or a speech. Uh, we allowed individuals, uh, gave them the opportunity if they wanted to address the audience, they could in terms of uh, a quick sort of a 30 second pitch, or if they wanted to put themselves forward for a review of a book, then they, they could as well. So, you know, it was very informal, very relaxed. And because we had uh, that environment, 
uh, again, the differentiation, we, it, it really took off for us. It really took off. And then our focus was then to promote uh, a sort of networking leads who could run the, these events in other towns and cities and so forth. And it really, it was, it's, it's something that people, you know, even nowadays really appreciate and, and thank, thank us for. But as you said, it's where we met is where most of the people that then have gone on subsequently in terms of setting up networking events that I'm aware of really got got, got the idea from, from 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 there as well. I mean, one specific thing that I wanted to talk about is a significant number of business people now are females. And, and I know that you've set up something called Samosa Saturdays. Now, Samosa Saturdays, I think, were you going to tell me, not me tell you, but... Was it some of the Saturdays? What, what was the thought behind that? What need were you trying to fill? So we, we, we were looking at the marketplace of networking, and, and as I said, it's an industry, and we've gone into this not to productize or make money. So we don't charge, you know, membership fees. You know, we focus on free networking, and we, we you know, we're building a community for the Pathway Group. So that that's where our thinking is from from that perspective. And this is a way of marketing our overall brand. So, you know, rather than putting marketing budget into a magazine ad, as an example, you know, we put it into building this community. And from that community, we can hopefully give people the opportunity to grow themselves, build network, and they'll have some good feel or feel good factor about our company and our brand and what we've contributed to their lives. And hopefully if the opportunity comes where, you know, they're, they're talking to an individual and, you know, somebody says, well, do you know any apprenticeship providers or do you know somebody who can do this, this, this? And if they know about us and, and they feel that they can trust us, then they can refer. But Samosa Saturday was a niche product, a niche brand that we created, which was very much targeted to, uh, a female audience, and particularly Asian female uh, females who were uncomfortable coming into uh, possibly uh, a general networking event because some of them didn't see themselves as business owners or be a business person. So some of them had side businesses, but these side businesses really were their main business. Uh, so they were, you know, in, in some cases, full-time homemakers, housewives, and they're doing um, an additional business and in what we found was that we wanted to create an environment of support, of giving back as well, and at the same time for them to uh, learn from each other and encourage each other and really grow together on that journey. So Samosa Saturday was a concept that we created, created back in 2016, uh, again on a Saturday afternoon, when uh, we felt from research was the best time for these individuals. And we you know, had a, a huge amount of success because again, you know, ladies, you know, the, the timing was right, the product was right, the, the name was right, and it really took off for us. And again, it's, it's, it's another one that, you know, people, you know, know us for and, and uh, very pleased with the success of Samosa Saturday. And what it was, I think, as well, is it was showing sort of great emotional intelligence in that it was recognising that, you know, people are different. Um, I mean, I was talking to someone the other day, uh, a business person, um, not not, a, not a, an Asian business person, someone who, you know, was very successful in business with some of the you know, big companies. And but they even they said to me, this was a lady, and she said to me, the the difference between men and women in terms of the way they see themselves. And she said that if if a man sees a job and thinks he can do eighty percent of it, he says, "Great, I'll go after it." 
If a lady sees a job and thinks she can do 80% of it, she thinks, well, no, I hadn't better apply. (laughs) I know that's a generalisation and all generalisations have to carry a caveat. But what I think Samosa Saturday did was it did show that emotional intelligence to demonstrate that different people have different needs in terms of the way in which they promote their business. We're just coming through, hopefully, the worst of the the COVID pandemic, and he says that with everything crossed. Um, During that period, it's not been possible for the face-to-face networking groups to operate. Uh, How have you tried to fill that gap? How's that gap been filled when people can't meet face-to-face? And do you think going forward that there'll be a move away from face-to-face to online networking? Tell me what you think. I mean, our on- online networking's been there for many, many years. And, and what we've all been exposed to is now the whole Zoom calls, the the webinars, and there's been a dearth of those. And it's quite easy for an organisation to set that up. It's it's not difficult. So the, the, the barrier to entry for anybody to set up a, a networking event online is fairly easy they can call their friends along and they can even do a webinar and 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 and, you know you can push yourself and you've got a reason to push yourself out there we ourselves decided that that wasn't really our predominantly focus so we didn't go straight from uh, face-to-face directly online because we thought there's a huge difference in terms of you know seeing somebody having a conversation with somebody and the 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 pressure of online is slightly different no it's not everybody's thing as well you know ourselves were more about you know if you can't get the core product right and and for you know we might as well just hold back and we we held back but we did innovate with launching a new sort of networking brand which was called Networking. So we we trademarked that name, which is effectively working within the rules that were that were there, which is basically go you know you could go out and walk and talk, which is what we what we did. So it's a walk and talk organized event. So you know there's a starting point, there's an end point. It's an hour and a bit walk, a little bit of fitness in there, and you're just walking and talking and and meeting people within that sort of group. So we we created networking. We've done a few webinars, predominantly focused on content in terms of education, sort of uh, learning materials and, and specific sort of audiences. So we, we've, we've focused on that. But our thing is really to get back to the face-to-face. You know, and, and in terms of our events, and I don't you know, want to focus too much on our, on our own events, but you know, they've all got a different marketplace and slight differentiation. So yeah, you've mentioned Coffee and Atta Samosa Saturday, but we've got Chutney and Chat, which is our evening event over a curry that is about you know having a balti and a bit of a banter, uh, again, focused on sort of a keynote per, uh, person, uh, sort of a lead person who's going to do a presentation. We've got uh, a, a morning breakfast event, which again is predominantly where a lot of the networking happens, called Serial Network which again is very popular because a lot of our, well, most of our events are free apart from the Chutney Chat where we get you to contribute for the curry. But apart from that, they, that's free. And then we've got the uh, peer networking events, which are Pacific industry events. So, you know, we've got uh, uh, one for the health and social care sector and one uh, for the skills sector, for the tra- training sector, both sectors that, are, that I'm involved with. So we have people from, from our industries who come together and we therefore have keynote presentations, 
specific to that industry, what's what's going on, you know, what the macro uh, ma- macro picture is, what the specific picture is for the for that particular industry, and people can collaborate and, and work with each other and support each other in terms of that. If people want to find out a bit more about these various networking groups that, that you are involved with, uh, what what do they do? How can they find out about? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, our website is pathwaytogrow.co.uk. There's some information there, but you know, we're very active on all social media platforms. Pathway to Grow. You know, we have a networking group. Uh, we, we have groups on on LinkedIn. We've, you know, we've got we've got a WhatsApp or many WhatsApp groups and we've got uh, our Facebook groups. But again, it's there in terms of what the audience is looking for. What I said right at the beginning is that it's an industry and with any industry, you've got niches, you've got you know people you know, who've got different needs, uh, different sort of outlooks and, and we're trying to cater for that market. You know, and it's like you know, back in the day, you had Trestle TV, you had one or two choices. Now you've got so much choices, that long tail. And we're trying to cover what we feel is where we can differentiate and add value. And that's what we, we're doing, what we're continuing doing. It's not um, a business for us as such, but we do get business out of it in terms of the Pathway Group. But more importantly, people remember us for the right reasons and they remember us as part of that community. The fact that they've gained something from it and, and there's many, many opportunities where I've, I've met people, spoken to individuals where they refer back to a PTG, a Pathway to Grow event and uh, you know, it gives me... Uh, immense sort of satisfaction and pleasure that in that. I mean, I think one of the things I would say is that, you know, the most effective networkers are not necessarily when you get a group of salespeople together trying to sell to each other, but when there's a genuine desire to to learn what other people do, what their needs are and how those needs can be met. Because I know a point that you've made to me very often in the past and it is that, you know, before you can start buying and selling or start selling to anybody you have to earn a level of of trust so just tell me about the importance of trust i mean trust is i mean we i mean people we've heard you know we've heard all of these sayings before people buy from people people buy from people they know like and trust and and, and we sometimes you know the, the language we don't sort of analyze and understand exactly what trust means and what trust is for us and and trust has many sort of dimensions and 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 uh, many sort of layers and it starts with that element of likability, you know, the character of that person. Is, is that individual um, a person of, uh, you know, what you feel, integrity? Is there an element of honesty? Are, are they transparent? What's their language? You know, so, so so these are the sort of things that you look at. What's their body language? The words that they use, you know, they're showing you some degree of respect. You know, how do they carry themselves? Are they open? Are they closed? You know, what's their intention? You know, how they behave with you, how they behave with others. And you know you you pick up on these things, and and you start off with that sort of character, and and then you look at this sort of competence really, and that the competence you know you could break that into two parts. One is you know their sort of capability, what are their skills, their knowledge, what what's their experience, you know where have they come from, what sort of clients are they they're working with, yeah. And then you look at you know the sort of results, what what have they achieved, and this is where your testimonials come in, your results, your sort of performance. Uh, and then you sort of pigeon that and then you sort of have have that in your mind to say, can I trust this person? And not and, and sometimes it's about can I trust this person to help me in, uh, in my business? But more importantly, can I put my own reputation, my own 
name on the line by referring this individual on to somebody else. Because as soon as you refer to somebody else, you're putting an element of your own reputation on the line uh, with your colleague, with your friend, and you've got to be an element of, you know, there's got to be some element of surety there that will work out positively. In some cases it doesn't, but, you know, the intention is the fact that that will work out positively for both parties. Therefore, it's a win-win. Otherwise, people, you know, why would they refer? If there's more negative to it, then, then there is positive. People like helping others and people like like to be in a position where they know somebody that can help somebody else. So if, you know, if I came to you and said, Adrian, do you know somebody who can do this? You know, it makes you happy. It makes you pleased. If you can, if you can think of, yes, I do, Saf. You know, this is a person that I know, or this is a person that I know of through somebody else. I've not used them, or whatever. And it, you know, we like to help generally. And everything boils down to trust. Business is about trust. Uh, relationships are about trust. And um, and we we all we are we're all seeking uh, people that we can work with and trust to assist us and assist others. Absolutely right. Um, the, the, these conversations are based upon the books, the canny bite books that you've written, a number of business books. And I know there are others coming along and, and I'm sure that, you know, we can recommend those with confidence. Uh, I also recommend that people um, give us feedback and I recommend that they join us at their convenience because one of the big benefits, of course, with podcasts is you can download them and listen to them whenever the time is right for you. The time, unfortunately for us, has run out. So it's now time to curtail this kind of conversation with a course, but to look forward to having a chat with you next time. Thanks for listening to this canny conversation with a cause. These conversations are based upon the Canny Bites books by Safraz Ali, available on Amazon. To find out more, go online and visit Saf's website, pathwaygroup.co.uk, or join him on social media. He can be contacted at safraz at pathwaygroup.co.uk. This is a 1386 audio production.